Thank you for joining us for the Friday edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain and his wife, Elizabeth. Today, Robert and Elizabeth will continue tackling life issues from a married perspective. His love is the main thing. 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 This is the authoritative word of God and what I may, you know, the rhema that I hear from the Lord in my quiet time, that I hear from the Lord in my spirit, that's not authoritative in the same way that the scriptures are authoritative. I need to check what I think I'm hearing through my spiritual ears. I need to check that with the infallible and errant word of God. God is the word. The Bible is the authority and the base of our faith. However, that does not mean that God is all done speaking. We should still be seeking words from the Holy Spirit, which should always be in agreement with the scriptures. Pastor Robert will encourage us today to spend time with God and to hear Him and learn from Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert and his wife, Elizabeth. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth with today's message. essential tools in the whole process is some sort of little pad of paper, you know, and a pen so that you can, you know, because it's amazing how as, as soon as I start just trying to be quiet with God, the to-do list starts popping in. I remember this or that or the other thing and, you know, to just jot it down, you know, just a quick little note. For me, one of my times, you know, I was joking with somebody this week, people, you know, I've, I've been getting all of the... Uh, the motherly advice, you shouldn't do that, Pastor Robert, because I get out and walk the railroad track <laughs> near the house every morning. I've got like a two-mile stretch of railroad track that I get out and, and walk because, I, you know what? In the time frame where I'm usually walking, there's almost never a train, and I never run into anybody. You know what I mean? I don't bump into people, and I'm just, I'm, I'm alone. I, I'm able to be with God. And, you know, I put my phone on airplane mode, you know, so it's not going to ring. I'm not going to, you know, it's silent. I'm not getting any interruptions, but I've got the little notepad, the calendar, things that pop into my head. I just pop them in so that I don't forget so that, you know, I can set it aside and go back to the time with God. But, you know, having that place, whether like for me, like I said, it's really that stretch of railroad track that I walk up and down for an hour. That's my place. Back in the day, it was, like I said on Sunday, it was getting alone in the woods. But can't do that down here. You know, it's just not the same going to the swamp. You know, it's just somehow doesn't do it for me. Maybe it's just, for her, it's the bedroom. Just being, you know, in that private space, if you will. Third action point. Meditate on his majesty. I want to recommend a book for this. 
Again, it's one of Tozer's. Knowledge of the Holy is the title of the book. It's just a thin little book. We don't have it. Don't even look in the bookstore. I need to order some. Knowledge of the Holy is the title. So it'll, it'll be about 10 bucks. But just meditating on the majesty of God. Exodus 33, 9 says, It came to pass when Moses entered the tabernacle that the pillar of cloud descended and stood at the door of the tabernacle and the Lord talked with Moses. Now, we're going to end up talking about the cloud, this pillar of cloud, the cloud more, you know, as we in the book of Revelation in that study together. But what we're talking about is the cloud of God's presence, the cloud of his majesty, the glory, you know, the Shekinah, the glory of God. It was, this wasn't, you know, like a moisture blanket. That's not what we're talking about here. It's, we don't know exactly. I've never seen the cloud of his glory, the cloud of his presence in this physical, tangible way. But, but Moses did. People of Israel did. And the thing that's so critically important to recognize here is it says the Lord talked with Moses. One of the things, again, that really got my attention that I just had never thought about it this way, you know, Tozer pointed out, and this, the books that I've read here recently from Tozer were, were written right around 1948, 1949, 1950. But he was talking about some things that, that are true for us today. You know, there's this position, if you will, doctrinal position or theological position, and, and I see it more in the Reformed camp that all we need is the Bible. All we need is the Bible because God has spoken and that's enough. That's it. Well, not really. Now, I want you to please hear, don't hear what I'm not saying because you guys know that we value the, the scriptures. They're foundational. They're critically important. But do you understand we still need the Holy Spirit himself to speak into our lives. He actually tells us in this book that without his direct involvement, we can't understand this book. So do you hear the dilemma that we have? If the Holy Spirit himself is not giving us instruction and teaching us, basically he tells us in the book, you're not gonna get anywhere. You're gonna need me. You need me to teach you. You don't need men to teach you, but you do need me to teach you, says God. And it's such a beautiful thing to realize that how does he describe himself? You know, the, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He describes himself as the word. It's a communication term, right? And, and yet we're told that he no longer communicates because, well, he did that already. He communicated. He's done. That's absurd. That's utterly absurd. That the one who describes himself as the living word, the word made flesh, that he would stop communicating? No, it just makes absolutely no sense. And when you look at the fact that he also tells us repeatedly that he never changes. He is immutable. He never changes. So it's not like he's a communicator for the first 5,000 years and then he stops communicating because he communicated already. No, no. Now he will never contradict himself. That's why it's critically important that you and I know what's in the book. 
Because many times we hear things that are a little weird, right? People, you know, thus saith the Lord. And it's like, no, I don't think he said that because the Bible says something completely different. That's right. This is what we go by. This is foundational. This is the authoritative word of God. And what I may, you know, the rhema that I hear from the Lord in my quiet time, that I hear from the Lord in my spirit, that's not authoritative in the same way that the scriptures are authoritative. I need to check what I think I'm hearing through my spiritual ears. I need to check that with the infallible inerrant word of God. Everybody kind of following what I'm saying? But I need to not buy the argument that now everything's intellectual because he's already spoken and I just need to read the book. It's, that's not true. Yes, I need to read the book, but I need to recognize that it's not an intellectual relationship that we have with the God who is spirit. It's a spiritual relationship. And so I need to spend time listening. He wants to talk to us. He never, ever, ever leaves us. He never forsakes us. Even though, you know, we won't always feel it. Like I've spent a lot of time over the years talking about the fact that, you know, it's not always emotional. And not all emotion is the spirit of God. Sometimes it's just emotion. You don't always feel his presence. Sometimes we have to just, based on what we know to be true, the Bible says he's here with us right now. I don't have to have goosebumps to know he's here. I don't have to have an emotional experience to know that I'm in his presence in this very moment. James 4, 8 says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. He will always, always, always honor the fact that we seek him. But we need to trust him. We need to actually cultivate this like, you know, pursue him. Set everything else aside. Set aside the social media. Set aside all all of the things that often distracts us. And have times when, when we set those things aside and cultivate, practice hearing him and, you know, being aware. And what that means is just reminding yourself in this very moment, I'm in the presence of almighty God because he lives inside me. If I've given my life to him, if I've asked him to forgive my sins and then he lives inside me, I'm with him right now. He's with me. I'm with him. And I need to pray with that mindset. You see what I'm saying? Cultivating that mindset. I am right now in the presence of my Father. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. Though one may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. This verse is from the book of Ecclesiastes, and this is at the very heart of the vision for this special Friday edition of Main Thing Radio. Jesus, Pastor Robert, and his wife Elizabeth, a threefold cord presenting God's Word in a way that will inspire you in your own marriage and walk with God. Pastor Robert's vision is that through this fresh method of approaching God's Word, that husbands and wives will be equipped to face the world on a united front as one team joined together by God, sharing the light of Jesus Christ with the lost and dying world all around us. Monday through Thursday here on Main Thing Radio, we share messages from worship services at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. 
but today's message is unique. As you listened today, we're confident that you heard from God through Pastor Robert and Elizabeth. Well, that's all the time we have here for today. On Monday, Pastor Robert will be back with us teaching through God's Word verse by verse. So make plans to join us on Monday right here on Main Thing Radio.